everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a couple of alumni on to talk today about some things that they've been doing, some exciting things that are going on and how they're dealing with the COVID crisis. So I'll let our two alumni for the, for the uh, day introduce themselves. All right. I'm Daniel Palmer. I'm a assistant golf professional at Omaha Country Club. Um, I just started there this year and it's been a very exciting year to say the least. Awesome, Daniel. Thanks, and welcome to the show. And then uh, we've got another special guest here. All right, my name's Sam. Yeah, I'm an assistant golf professional at Auction Southern Dunes Golf Club down in Maricopa, Arizona. Uh, I've been on and there, on and off there for a couple of years, but this is my first full time gig down there. So I started in January. Awesome. And in case you didn't recognize his voice, that's Sam Sheridan, everybody. Sam Sheridan, one of the first alumni to join the podcast. So uh, he came to me and said, hey, I want to be on the show. And I said, I guess I can't say no since uh, <laughs> since seasonal yeah, alumni. Yeah, I figured I'd give you some insight for <laughs> your mindset a bit. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate you joining me. Um, so if you want to pop into the, that uh, show notes document too, we can uh, share that with everybody exactly where you are and, and things like that. So that'd be really good. So, um, so Daniel, you're, uh, you're at Omaha Country Club. You're liking it. So when did you start that job? I started relatively recently. So May 1st was my first day there. So I've been there probably about three weeks now. It's been very exciting. It's been a learning process because everything is very different than any internship I've ever done because we can't touch clubs. We can't do anything like that. So it's, it's very different, but it's good. I love it. Okay. So, so out at uh, OCC, what kind of traffic are you guys seeing right now? How busy is it? Uh, Quite a bit. Um, Tomorrow, I know for sure we have 262 signed up to play, but we'll probably see around 200. That's about what we're averaging about 200 a day on a good day where there's no rain or anything. So do you have any idea how that compares to normal? Not to normal. I'm pretty, I think it's from what Austin says, it's a little bit busier than normal just with the whole season starting up and people staying at home, but gotcha. It's a busy time. Gotcha. Cool. So you said you're not allowed to touch clubs. You're not allowed to like what, what all, what, what kind of things are you guys doing to keep everybody safe? So what we're doing is we can't touch clubs, we can't clean clubs, we can't touch bags, so we can't move a bag from a trunk to a a golf cart or something like that. Um, We're sanitizing every cart so the the cart kids will wash it, bring it back up, and then I'll go through and I'll wash the cart um, with like sanitizer and stuff, like the seats, the handles, all that kind of stuff, and just get it ready for the next person to use and... um, we are using pyramids instead of the den caddies so that ball, so that the bags don't get touched repeatedly. So it's quite a few things in place, but it's all working. All right. Cool. Cool. Sam, what are you guys doing down there? What do you, what do you, how are things going in general, I guess? So we actually just lifted our stay at home. Um, I think a couple of days ago, the 15th. Um, and we just got permission from our governor to, uh, kind of lighten up on restrictions. Um, so we're doing the same thing as Palmer was doing, but I'm more of an inside. And the main thing we were doing the last, I don't know, March, March, the few months is we were just making sure the customers feel safe. Um, that was a big thing inside. So we put up a six or seven foot uh, glass uh, thing with the slider underneath. So and we were wearing gla- 
masks, gloves, hand sanitizer all over the place, signage. Um, I mean, our range is spread out. We have half our bays open. Um, I mean, right now we're lucky though. Um, Arizona is about 95 to 100 degrees, which is pretty bearable. So we're doing in the 180s to 200 rounds. Um, but like we're, we were actually one of the only courses in the desert to, if you booked as a twosome, we would not pair you up with another twosome no matter what. Um, so we had a bunch of twosomes, threesomes going out. Um, and we were calling around and we were like one of the only ones doing it. Um, so we were losing money there. And But the main thing we were just doing is making sure people felt safe. Um, Arizona, I mean, I don't know cases-wise, but it was pretty hard hit. Um, and we were lucky during the stay-at-home order that golf courses were considered a outdoor activity. So uh, we stayed open, fully functional, um, just with minor and like our restaurant closed, but we still stayed open to go orders. Um, so we we're pretty fortunate. Um, the, I know some states closed down, like the neighboring state, California, they closed down everything, no matter what. Um, so we were pretty fortunate we stayed open. Um, and we were, the weather's been really nice, um, 90s to 100. So people are coming out. And we just actually started our promotion summer six pack. So you get six rounds of golf pretty much for the price of three. So we've just been just going through those like crazy. Um, and the main thing is people, the ones that actually stayed at home are now trying to get out for the first time. Um, so like they're all coming out. So like I said, we're doing like 200 rounds a day for 18 whole course in the middle of the desert. So we're doing pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, well, cool. It, it sounds like, uh, sounds like everybody's coping and staying safe, which is great. And then we'll, uh, let's shift away from the the COVID stuff. I think we're all hearing enough about that right now. So let's, uh, kind of talk more in general terms since, uh, since graduating and you both graduated not too long ago. Um, how, so how have you enjoyed jumping into the golf industry? How's that experience been kind of making that bridge from student to PGA professional working in the industry? Uh, just kind of explain that to me a little bit. Um, been kind of crazy for me personally, um, with job switches, with uncertain futures and everything. It's just been kind of crazy. Um, the one good thing is it's given me a lot of time to work on my, uh, PGA specialist in golf operations work. So I've been going through that, um, pretty diligently. I know Sam has as well. Um, so that that's one benefit of it, but it's been kind of chaotic just with everything starting basically right after we got membership. Oh, okay. So you just haven't had enough time to kind of settle in and before craziness hit. It's yeah. It, it kind of, we jumped right into the, all the emails from Susie and Seth about what to do, what this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, whoa, okay, we're brand new to this. And then we're thrown into something that's brand new for everyone. So do you feel like your internship kind of, I know you said they were really different, but do you think it gave you enough of a, uh, an idea of what the industry, how it normally operates to be able to make the adjustment? Or do you think there's something that, could have been done better on the internship side to really prepare you to make the leap and be able to kind of catch up with something that was just out of left field. The internships were good. Um, based like the content wise of it. So learning like the golf operations and all that kind of stuff was, it's still the same just minus I can't touch someone's clubs. So it's still, Hey, Mr. So-and-so, Hey, Mrs. So-and-so that kind of stuff. So everything hasn't really changed in that regard. So learning that side of it, the customer service side is really kind of where those kind of shine through. Um, but like I said, the whole PJ membership thing, and then 
all these other emails that we get every week about stuff that we don't know if it applies to us or not. It's kind of, it's just been kind of chaotic, which I find kind of fun, but confusing okay. at the same time. Sure. Sure. What about on your end, Sam, since graduation? Well, I mean, I'm in a little different situation. Uh, the day after graduation, I literally rented a U-Haul and moved down here. Um, but I mean, I spent the last winter down here, so I had the ma- basics covered. I had housing and stuff. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I found myself in a pretty good situation from day one. I sat with the GM and head pro and they both said, Hey, you're our PGA. You're our assistant, not necessarily lead, but you're the guy in the shop. The, I'm the only PGA one in there. And they kind of, both of them took me under their wing in a way and they're kind of grooming me, which is nice. I mean, so they're setting me up for a future. Um, but like, I mean, I just love, I mean, I moved down here and every day I'm doing something new either. I mean, before everything, I was going to spring training, I had sons basketball, Diamondbacks games. Um, but like, I mean, everything's kind of been affected, but other than that, I mean, it's been pretty fun. Um, and like from the first day, uh, my head pro told me to get specialized. So I did golf operations and uh, executive management. I'm waiting. I submitted my paper and everything. So I'm waiting back on that. But um, that's kind of, I think that's important. Like Palmer did it too, is just specialization. Um, it looks really good on the resume and my head pro did it. So he's like, why don't you do it? And um, unfortunately, they're actually letting you do it for free right now due to the COVID. Um, so that kind of helps. So I've been, I'm trying to finish them all before you have to pay. But other than that, I mean, just the more, you know, the better. And they've given me a lot of responsibilities. Like I've kind of taken tournaments, pace of play, stuff like that. Um, kind of while we're a little short staffed, I mean, I've taken more tournament roles and stuff like that. Well, cool, cool. And I'm excited to hear you're both going through that specialization program that it's really, that is neat, uh, that they're offering it. The PGA is offering it for free, uh, right now, uh, kind of a cool thing, but won't be too much longer. And it's going to go back to, to full pay. If you guys want to keep pursuing that education, are your clubs supportive and, and giving you some, uh, uh, some money to help pay and offset the cost of extending your education? Yeah, mine pays for half of whatever it is. Um, they fully cover dues and everything, but any continued education or like seminars, what I want to go to, or um, like there's a bunch of, a lot of golf clinics come down to Arizona for a few days. And like Dave Pels has a school, um, the Shadow Ridge teacher, he was supposed to come down here for a big three-day seminar. And if I wanted to go, they pay for half of it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's certainly better than nothing. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. Seekman come down, but I think he, he cinched up on a lot of his travel, like everybody else. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, they canceled it all, all PGA stuff, but there was like a three-day teaching seminars. Maybe go look at. Right. Daniel OCC, they take care of you on education front or, or is that um, up to you or don't, you know, maybe you don't even know. I don't really know. I haven't really talked to Dom or Tony about it. Um, I know I talked briefly to Austin about it, just saying that I was going through it, and he said that he had started it too, um, just because it's free. I mean, why not? It's a it's a career enhancement uh, vehicle, and it's free. So yeah, that's kind of both our thoughts. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm just trying to get through it and then get my paper in before the before it locks up. So right. I, I don't know if they're they're gonna pay for anything um i've already gone to rules school so they wouldn't have to pay for that or anything um but i mean i could talk to dom about it he'd probably be willing to help a little bit if it did come down to it though 
I just asked because I know a lot of facilities will uh, kick in a significant amount of money to help their staff um, to go through that professional development type stuff can keep that education going, keep learning just because you're going to bring a lot of that value right back to your club. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's exciting. And and I know neither of you, you know, you haven't been where you're at for too long, but it's never too early to start thinking about the next steps. Are you guys kind of thinking about what direction you might want to go next? Or are you trying to stay with the clubs you're at as long as possible? Or what are you thinking? Mm, yeah um i was supposed to work with the nebraska section of the pga actually and so that that's kind of the direction i want to go is administration um work under vincent or kurt i was supposed to work under kurt uh, but i was gonna be with vincent a little bit and just kind of see how they run things um so vincent does the tournament operations overall and kurt takes care of junior yeah kurt's the director of junior golf so learn from them and then david honnens as well and so um that if that opportunity does arise again, I'd be very keen to look at that. Um, but I do love OCC and it's, it's a great experience being there. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Get the most out of it that you can. Sam, what about you? What are you thinking? What's up? What's uh, next I'm for pretty Sam? fortunate actually. I think I got myself in a good situation where, um, so there's only three PGA in the shop. And so it's our GM or head pro and, uh, we're kind of a de- developmental, uh, like, facility we're kind of lower end on the troon so it's a troon operated um so a lot of the head pros three or four years here and then go to like a big time five-star luxury place um so i don't want to say i'm getting uh pretty much next in line but they're kind of grooming me to take that position in three or four years so um they want me to be a head pro by 25 so i'm 20 I'm 23 right now. Um, so, I mean, within two or three years, I want to still be at the, my course and hopefully I'm up the ranks a bit. Um, but I consider myself lucky. I found a pretty good place to, or a pretty good company and organization to jump up into. Um, and a lot of times they'll send their big time head pros to big time courses throughout the world. Um, like I did my ex- internship overseas and that's how I kind of got in the system. And they're very, in-house systems so a lot of the director of golf head pro they come from other tune courses so i mean i'd like to be in their system for a while and hopefully i'm a up the ladder in a few years right yeah that, well, that's outstanding yeah it's nice to get in with some of those big companies uh that can kind of move you around within the the organization and you can do some things so that's that's really cool um you mentioned the the international internship and that sparked something in me real quick both of you took advantage of two different scotland trip opportunities that I put forward. Has that helped you in any way or was that just a cool thing? Has that helped you professionally as you enter the workforce or tell me about that a little bit? It's a conversation starter for sure. So in a somewhat professional way, it's if you see someone with a St. Andrews tag or something from Scotland or Ireland, you say, you can say, Hey, I've been there. I played there. Did you get to play the old course? I played the old course. And you can talk back and forth about that. It kind of creates a a dialogue between you and a member, you and a guest or something. And so it's just kind of, it's a good conversation starter and it just kind of builds that, that rapport with the members. Yeah, I was pretty lucky to do both actually. So I did the Scotland trip. Um, and then I did the seventh month over seventh month over in London. And, um, what I found out is actually my boss hired me because he was more interested about that internship. Um, he looked at that and actually brought me in pretty much based off that, um, just to see, um, I mean, that was some of the best time, like Spencer Shawless and I went and we had one of the best times ever. I mean, they took care of us. We got to live over there pretty much 
rent free. I mean, we paid, but like it was minimal and like, we just had a great time and, um, just experience. I mean, it'll be, it's forever on a resume. So like people during an interview, more than likely they're going to ask. And that's just another, another booster. Um, and like the Scotland trip, like Palmer said, uh, it's a topic conversation. Like if someone has a St. Andrew's hoodie, you're going to probably be able to talk to them about it. How, how we waited out in the freezing rain since 3 a.m. And, you know, we experienced all that stuff uh, and all the, it's fun to watch that and like fun to see people come in and you can have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sitting outside is, is certainly uh, <laughs> that something was... that you can say, yeah, I did that. I did it in <laughs> 2018. I did it twice, Sam. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was, you did. Yeah, I forgot. And the I forgot second night we got out twice. there, we got out there at like eight thirty, nine o'clock the night before and didn't leave until it was time to tee off in the morning. Oh yeah. yeah I forgot brutal. not everyone got on that, that first day. I won't be yeah. sleeping out there again. No, but it's I've I've played the course three times now. I don't need to <laughs> don't it's need like to waking up it's like waking up at five AM to get on the sixteenth hole. It's a one time thing and like we I did that th- yeah, we did that this year and I don't think I'll do it again. I couldn't I was tired for like three days. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't sleep a lick and then me and Mawson went back and slept for four hours before our tea time at like ten AM. <laughs> Yeah. But you never forget it, right? The experience. Never, yep. Yeah. It's what you bring with you. So it's, and, and as you can see it, it sets you up for some cool stuff. So that's pretty neat. All right. So, uh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm glad you're getting a lot out of your internships. Do you have anything else you wanted to say before we, we cut loose? Uh, if, uh, Nebraska makes a national championship, I think we need to make a alumni trip this year. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be football? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm holding on hope right now. Um, Arizona might be a hotbed, but, um, I think, I, I think we get it personally. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> All right. So do you guys want to, you guys want to put a little plug in for yourself? Where can people find you or you have anything going on online that you want people to see social media or elsewhere? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. I don't have like a website or anything, but, um, just my sam.sheridan at pga.com. Um, if anyone has any questions or I went through five years of college, so I have some experience in what to do and what not to do. So four and a half. Uh, yeah, we'll give it four and a half. Um, <laughs> but if anyone has any, if anyone's ever looking for, uh, maybe to go overseas, I don't know if they're doing it this year or not. Um, but I have pretty good connections and, uh, if anyone wants to chat about it, um, I'd be happy to call them or whatever and try to get them convinced to do it because it's one of the best things you can do for a resume and your future. Um, but I don't know what like what they're doing this year with the travel restrictions and everything. But in the future, if anyone wants to chat and call about it, um, they can find my number or someone could give it to them. Um, I'd be happy to t- chat with them. Sure. Mr. Palmer, what about you? You're under um, radar, but. I'm, I'm under the radar. I don't have an official email yet. I mean, my personal email is dbpalmer96 at gmail.com. If you have any uh, questions about any internship stuff, any section work, I have a little experience in that. Um, feel free to reach out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for uh, hopping on the show with me today. Uh, look forward to pushing this out so that everybody can hear it. And, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep uh, having a lot of fun and enjoying the industry and good luck to you. Thank you. 
Thanks, Brad. Sheba Nation out. <laughs>